Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Here at Velocity, we love to know when lives are impacted. And if that is you, please shoot us an email at amen at findvelocity.org. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the message. Would you please put your hands together for Pastor Jakin Mullen. Morning, everybody. How are you all this morning? So good to be with you. Uh, instead of saying amen today, we'll just say A for uh, all the Canadians. We live um, on the west side of Canada, and uh, it is really cold over there. Like, we are thinking that it's summer here right now, just being here for a couple days. Uh, and uh, it's literally been between minus 20 and minus 40 for the last month in uh, where we live in Red Deer. And so we are so happy to be here for multiple reasons. Uh, and, uh, and we just want to just say thank you uh, to your pastors. Um, I don't think I know a more generous uh, person than Pastor Justin. We've become really good friends over the last few years. And not just to me, but uh, when we are kind of in settings of being around uh, pastors and ministers and, and friends, uh, it's often uh, that, you know, he's either fighting for the bill with somebody or paying for the bill. Uh, he's just so generous in so many different ways. And I, I'll tell you, a year ago, uh, going through real, uh, real discouraging point in, in my life personally, uh, it was every week through a discouraging point in my life that I was getting a text on Sunday morning from your pastor saying, I'm praying for you today. And, uh, you know, on days that everything's going great, that, you know, it's like, oh, awesome, somebody's praying for me, great. But on days when you're really struggling, it means so much. And I know you guys are so blessed uh, to have uh, Pastor Justin and Marissa as your pastors, but would you just put your hands together for a moment and just say thanks, thanks to God for them, because they are amazing. And uh, we're just so thankful for you. And, uh, and it was great to go to a Jayhawks game yesterday, too. Uh, my, my son is here with me. Levi, if you just stand up real quick. This is my son, Levi. He's 14. Uh, my wife, Beck, and I have four kids, and uh, Levi loves basketball, so it was awesome. Like, we, we woke up this morning, I said, Levi, I'm still buzzing from that game yesterday. It's just amazing to be here, kind of the birthplace of basketball, and, uh, and just be a part of that. And so we're so glad to be here with you today. It's amazing what God has done in a six short year period of time, and I'm hoping that this message this morning as we're talking about liftoff will kind of give you a liftoff for your year uh, as Velocity Church and uh, really help you take some steps to what God has for you. So we're going to go to a couple scriptures as we begin. We're going to start in John 16, verse 33. John 16, 33, if you can put it on the screen. That would be fantastic. I've told you these things so that in me you will have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. How many thankful that Jesus is the overcomer? And we're going to go today to Exodus chapter 17. It says, while the people of Israel were still at Raphdim, the warriors of Amalek attacked them. Moses commanded Joshua, choose some men to go out and fight the army of Amalek for us. Tomorrow I will stand at the top of the hill holding the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua 
did what Moses had commanded, and he fought the army of Amalek. Meanwhile, Moses and Aaron and Hur climbed to the top of the nearby hill. As long as Moses held up the staff in his hand, the Israelites had the advantage, but whenever he dropped his hand, the Amalekites gained the advantage. Moses' arms soon became tired, so he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Hur found a stone for him to sit on. Then, the, then they stood on each side of Moses, holding up his hands. So his hands held steady until sunset. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of Amalek in battle. After the victory, the Lord instructed Moses... Uh, write down these things on a scroll as a permanent reminder and read it aloud to Joshua. I will erase the uh, Amalekites from heaven. Moses built an altar there and named it Jehovah Nisi, which means the Lord is my banner. Can we pray together as we get into this message today? Father, I pray today, Lord, that we would see you as our victory, as the one who wins for us. Uh, Lord, I also pray today you'll help us to take the steps needed uh, to go forward in you today. We pray, Lord, that hands would be lifted in this place. Father, that we would see you as our victory, and Lord, we would see victories in our lives, and you would get all the glory. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, A. All right. So good to be together today. An overcomer is a person who overcomes something one who succeeds in dealing with or gaining control of a problem or a difficulty. Overcomers aren't absent of problems or trials or difficulties, but overcomers overcome. If you're here today and you're going through something or have been through something, uh, that's all right. You are an overcomer through Christ, and you can walk through what God uh, has for you to walk through because he's made you to overcome and be a champion. And in this scripture, uh, it's amazing to see that these Amalekites were actually the sons of Esau. And so, of course, you know the story of Jacob and Esau. And these sons of Esau, Esau was back to fight Israel. And really, it was Israel's first fight after being in the wilderness. It was the first time that Joshua was the commander of Israel. And Israel really didn't have any uh, weapons yet. They're just coming out of the wilderness, and so they don't have weapons. They don't have this massive army. Uh, they're just kind of going into the promise, and so uh, they don't have all the skill, all the stuff, and they need God to be their victory. And, and in uh, the last season, where they're coming out of Egypt, God just said, stand still. Stand still and see my salvation. And, and that, those are great moments where God just moves, and, and you know, Moses uh, these miracles happen, but in this case, God says, no, this time I want you to fight. This time I want you to do th something. This time I want you to take some steps forward. And, and Moses is going to pray, and Joshua is going to fight. And as long as Moses was praying, his hands were up. As long as his hands were up, Joshua's hands were strong in the fight. And isn't that the way it is? I mean, just like telling the story of last year going through some really difficult things and Pastor Justin was texting me and praying for me. Uh, his hands were holding up my hands. How many are thankful for some people that hold up your hands when you're going through some trouble and struggle and, and, and you're dealing with some things? And, 
And, and you know, before this was happening, Israel was quarreling with Moses. Now uh, the Amalekites are quarreling with them, and, and it's Joshua's first fight as a commander, and it's, uh, and it's uh, the first fight for Israel, and it's also Moses' first time up the mountain. It's his first time. If you actually read the first part of this uh, scripture, it, it talks about how they're in the region of Sin, or the region of Sinai. And so before Moses ever went up the mountain to have the, the Ten Commandments uh, written on the tablets, before he went up the mountain and his face glowed with the presence of God because God was speaking to him there. And before, uh, you know, there was the earthquake and he's up on the mountain and he's experiencing all that God has for him. There's the first time up the mountain. There's the time of liftoff. There's a time where you got to take the first step of prayer and take the first step of fasting and fasting social media and it's the first time that you tithe and it's the first time that you give and it's the first time that you take a step of faith and there's always a first time and before you experience all that God has for you, sometimes you just got to go halfway up the hill. And Abraham, as he, or I'm sorry, Moses, as he goes up this hill, he, he starts to experience and see that, that all these obstacles that look so big as Joshua's down there fighting with his hands, but from up high, they look so small. In Canada, we got the Rocky Mountains. And uh, if you ever get a chance to come to Canada, to Canada, I almost said, you get a chance to come to Canada, I'm telling you, the Rocky Mountains are just amazing. And I love to go up uh, on a, this gondola up to the mount, on the mountains and get up to the top of the mountain and look down. And, you know, I don't know if you guys do this when you're on a plane, but you kind of put your fingers like this and, and you see the cars and you kind of drive the cars as they're going down the street. And you see the, the buildings and you kind of like measure them with your hand. And, it, and in Banff, there's this huge castle called Banff Springs Hotel, and it's literally where the queen stays when she comes to Canada. It's this huge castle, and it, it's so big. From looking down below, you look, wow, this castle's amazing. But when you're up on the mountain, you can measure it with your hand. And that's what it's like when you get up into the mountain. When you take those steps in, into what God has for you and you start stepping up into what God has for you, you can look down in those things that used to look so big and those mountains that used to look so huge and the giants in the land that look so huge. How could we win this victory? How can God do it? But when you get to the place of prayer, when you get into the place of worship, when you get to the place of seeking God and you're just in a different plane, you look down and you go, my God's so much bigger than this. My God's so much stronger than this. And here in this place, all of a sudden, Moses can see, like, God has got me. There's a banner. And of course, we know some of the names of God. Jehovah Ro, the Lord my shepherd. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Jehovah Medishud, I can't say Canada either. Uh, the Lord that sanctifies you. Jehovah Shammah, uh, the Lord of hosts. Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord my peace. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner. Which means he is our victory. The Lord we lift up. The Lord we exalt. And in this story, Joshua is fighting while Moses is praying. There's three things to this story that I want you to get as we talk about liftoff. Number one, you got to go up. You got to go up. 
Then you gotta lift up. And then you gotta look up. Go up, lift up, and look up. And it's Moses' first time up the mountain, and he's gotta go up, he's gotta climb this mountain, just like Jesus would go up. After all of the virtue had left his body, after healing the sick and seeing demons cast out of people and all the ministry that Jesus would do and just even holding children in his arms and, and after answering all the questions of the Pharisees and, and Sadducees that would just be on him all the time like the enemies after you all the time and he's tired and he's worn out and he's weak. But you know what Jesus would do after a day that he was weak is he would take those steps up the Mount of Olives and he'd walk up to this place where he would have time with the Father and the Father could re-energize him and, and he would just be refilled and recharged and then verse after verse as you flip your Bible and you're reading through the book of Mark, you'll see that Jesus goes up and then he goes down and he pours himself out to people and then he goes back up and he goes back down and pours his life into people and he goes back up. And the secret to life is going up the mountain to be with God. One step at a time. One prayer at a time. One worship moment at a time. One Bible verse at a time. I'm going up to seek God. The second thing he had to do was lift up. Levi, if you would pass me this. This staff that Moses would hold up, this staff that he would hold up as Joshua was fighting and he was praying, this staff resembled the faithfulness of God. What God has done and what God will do. How many are glad today that you serve a faithful God? Amen. Because it resembled everything that happened as God delivered them from Egypt. It represented the day that he put it on the ground in front of Pharaoh and it turned into a snake and ate up all the other snakes. It represented when he put it into the Nile River and it turned to blood. It represented the day that they walked out and he put it into the Red Sea and the Red Sea opened up. It represented when the, the water was bitter and, and he, he put it into the water and the water was made clean. It represented the day that he took it and hit it against a rock and the rock opened up into water. And as they saw it, he was lifting up the banner. He was lifting up what God has done. Has God done anything amazing in your life? Have you a testimony of the goodness of God, of what Jesus has done in your life? And as he could lift up this rod, he was saying, this is what God has done. And God can still do some amazing things today. And he was lifting it up. And as he lifted it up, his arms started to get tired, just as my huge biceps are getting tired at this moment. Because he had to hold it up till sunset. And what you'll find is you're living your life for Jesus is you can't hold it up on your own. As much as you would like to hold it up on your own, the faithfulness of God, sometimes you lose your testimony. 
your arms get tired and weak and your hands go down and you lose the battle. and You lift it back up again and you get tired. But uh, before you know it, you need Levi get over here and John get over here. He needed some friends that would join him as he was lifting up his arms. And, and they got around him. And it was actually his physical brothers. It was Aaron and her. Aaron we won't say which one's Aaron and which one's her, but uh, Aaron and her, and Aaron and her would, would, would lift up his hands. Aaron was, of course, his brother. Her was his brother-in-law. He needed some brothers that would come alongside. Girls, you need some sisters that'll come alongside because you can't lift off or lift up without some other people in your life. I heard about joining groups today. You can't keep your arms up without some groups because I need some men of God in my life that will just keep lifting my hands. Some people that will send me some texts on a Sunday morning when honestly I don't feel like lifting my hands on a Sunday morning because someone just said something really awful to me that week and, and left the church or did something tough and I just do not feel like lifting my hands today but there's some brothers who will lift my hands because I got to go up and I got to lift up. Thank you guys. Would you guys just give these guys hand, a hand for helping me? Thank you, John. It's a go up, and they got to, had to lift up, lift up the faithfulness of God. And I tell you what, if you're ever discouraged, you got to lift up the rod of what God has done. You think, God, how are we going to win this fight? How are we going to win this battle? How am I going to overcome in my marriage? How am I going to overcome with my kids? This situation seems so big. we got to lift up. God, you've done it before. You'll do it again. You're faithful, God. Walk up. Lift up. And look up. See, as Joshua was fighting the battle, Moses was in a place that everyone could see the banner. Everyone could see. This is who we serve. Everyone could see God's part of this. This isn't my fight. This isn't my battle. He's already overcome. I'm serving the overcomer. I'm serving the one who won the victory. I'm serving the one who, who can win this battle for us. And I see that it's up. And then they would see it come down and they would start to lose. But then they would see, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. And they're fighting that battle. Joshua's winning that battle. And he's saying, look, Moses got his hands up with Aaron and her. We're going to win this fight. If you can see the goodness of God, if you can see that God is for you, if you can see that God is with you, if you can see for just a moment that the same miracle working power that is in you today, that it's done so many things for so many others, is on your side, ready to work on your behalf, oh, you can really get through whatever it is that you're getting through. Go up, lift up, and look up. As long as they looked up and saw the staff, they won the battle. I love Psalm 121. I looked up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Maybe there's some here today you need to take some steps up, some steps up in your faith. It's your first time opening your Bible like my friend Amy in Red Deer, who she gave her life to Christ just recently. Then she kind of fell back into the party scene again and she phoned me up on this one day and she said, I gotta make some changes. What do I do? Can you get me to a worship event? And I was like, well, we could go to a worship event, but you know what? You really need to take a step up and start reading your Bible. 
She started reading the book of John, and she started texting uh, my wife and just saying, hey, I, I read my Bible today, and she started taking the steps up. We've never seen her uh, just grow so much in such a short period of time because she just started to take a step up. Maybe you need to take a step up today. Maybe you need to get surrounded by some friends that will hold up your hands in some difficult times and you'll just keep looking at that staff. Maybe you just need to look up at the faithfulness of God and say, God, you've done it for me before. You'll do it again. But today's your day to look up. I want to pray for some people this morning. I want to pray for some people that you would just take a step of faith. That you would start to go up the mountain and take the steps that you need to take. That you would lift up those hands Keep those hands up and gather around some friends that would hold hands, hold your hands up and, and, and just join with you in prayer for what you're believing for. You know, I love the scripture that says, if two or three of you agree on anything, it shall be done. The scripture in James chapter 5 that talks about confessing your sins to one another and then it starts talking about prayer. The prayer of the righteous will avail much. It's in the context of praying together. Taking those steps up. Joining in relationship and holding up the name of Jesus and then looking up and saying, God, my help is coming from you today.